Hey, we have been on this talk series for the last three weeks uh, called How It Started. And can somebody help me complete that? How it's going. Right now, if you're a social media guy, you, you know what I'm talking about immediately. There's this, some, there's this, I mean, something trends all the time on social media. But a few months back, this thing started trending that how it started and how's it going. And uh, we, we, I thought, you know, while we're looking at this, this Christmas story and the Christmas narrative, it's so important for you and me to understand that how the Christmas story started versus how it's going. Uh, are, are you guys excited about Christmas? All right? One hand, wow. That's a lot of excitement in the room. Uncle, you've got company. And the first week when we started off this series, and uh, we, we were looking at this part called uh, how you and me have living hope in Jesus. And before I go any, uh, before I go forward, I just realized I've got a whole bunch of people on Zoom right now. So to all you guys, right, I hope you guys are still there and not left your cameras off and, you know, moving around in the place. Uh, if you're there, thank you for joining in. Hi, Andy Esther. So good to see you. David, Harry. Good to see you, Harry. Yeah, we've got a bunch of people on Zoom and on YouTube as well. And the first week, we were talking about the living hope that we have found in Jesus. And the, the, the second week, we, talk, we spoke about the perfect peace that Jesus offers. And tonight, as we close out on, on, on this series, how it started and how it's going. If you have missed out on the last two, don't worry. Uh, you can still catch that up on our YouTube channel. But this Christmas story, right? If, you, if you've ever seen the nativity play or if you've seen anything uh, related to Christmas, uh, whether even if it's home alone or whatever, uh, the Christmas story helps us talk about this peace, this joy, and this, and this hope that is promised in Jesus, which is so different from the kind of peace, joy, and hope that the culture today promises and, and, the, and the trends and the people around us promise with. You know, it's, it's kind of so different, uh, and, and yet it is still out there. People have this longing to experience peace. People have this longing to experience this joy. But when it comes to comparison, when, it, when we kind of look into the scriptures, about when, uh, when it comes to these words, it is so different. And as we're about to enter yet another Christmas day, we all know this, that this is going to be such a different Christmas. I mean, who would ever... Uh, had thought that you would have to celebrate 25th December with your masks on when you're out, right, in public. I mean, this is, this is weird, right? I mean, call it the new normal, call it whatever, but, but we are still getting used to it. Are you guys okay with your masks on, right? Uh, it's different, and, and we're going to remember this Christmas for a while. We all are going to remember this Christmas for a while. I mean, I'm just telling the band before we started, last day if you guys were there for the Christmas service over here, I mean, we, we, the, the place was packed out, you know, and this front row was all these symbiosis students, you know, just flocking in uh, from nowhere. And, but I'm glad to see that we still have a whole, new whole bunch of new people. Hey, if you're here for the first time, can I see your hands? I know two people, three, four. If you guys think we're weird, uh, we are, okay? So this is, this is just how we are. We love doing life. Okay, we, we love doing life with people and I'm glad that out of all the places you could be on 24th evening, you're here, right? And, and I'm just going to try and make sure I don't get distracted because we've got something to talk about tonight. I believe God still wants to speak to you tonight, right? And 
as we are celebrating, as we kind of go into this 25th December kind of day, which is so special, you know, some people kind of glorify it way too much. Some people are like, okay, just another day. I don't know which category you belong to. Whichever category you belong to, the scriptures help us see something very powerful about the birth of Jesus. So, so Ninad, without much distractions let's read the scripture can you turn with me to luke chapter 2 uh, and it's up on your screens in case if you forgot to carry your bibles uh, luke chapter 2 verses 6 to 12 while they were there in bethlehem this is mary and joseph that the scriptures are talking about the time came for her to give birth and she gave birth to her son, her firstborn, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no private room for them in the inn. In the same region, there were shepherds staying out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them and the glory of the Lord flashed and shone around them and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good news of great joy which will be for all the people. For this day, can everybody say this day? Oh no, come on, you guys have to talk. Uh, if you thought you were just going to sit back. I'm not going to do all the talking. Come on, can we try this again? For this day, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord, the Messiah. And this will be a sign for you by which you will recognize him. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Can everybody say in a manger? Now, I don't know what memories you have as, as you're reading these, verse, uh, these few verses. What, what are those kind of quick flashbacks that you had in your mind? You know, if you grew up in these convent schools, there was always these characters that you had to play, right? How many of you regret playing the sheep? Yeah, I mean, I mean the three wise men or the, or the magis or whatever you call it, you know, that's always the exciting part, provided you have some live animals in that, in that play. But sheep is the most boring part, man. But I, I don't know what kind of memories you just, you just remembered when you were reading the scriptures, but I love this part. It helps us look at certain specifics about the birth of Jesus. And, and as we go into this part of how it started and how it's going, I believe as we're closing out, God really wants to challenge us in a certain way when it comes to the Christmas story. So let's pray. God, I just want to thank you for every single person in this room and all those who are even tuned in online. Lord, I pray for our hearts that we would be receptive to everything that your presence wants to do right now. Pray against all distractions. Uh, we pray, Lord, that your word would make an impact tonight because we need your living word in our hearts, and in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Now, I, love, I love starting off uh, with this, with these bunch of questions. Um, I know some of you love shopping on, online, uh, on Amazon, uh, but have you ever been disappointed versus what you saw on Amazon and versus what you got? You know, we had this recent encounter at home where we were trying to buy uh, our Christmas decor and, you know, Amazon kind of glorifies it, right, sometimes. Come on, let's be real. Does, does, it does that, right? And, and I'm not exaggerating. How many of you have seen Christmas tree ribbons? 
like the ribbons that go up on the Christmas tree, that is broad, thick, like really detailed work of art that is there on those ribbons. And that's what we call for. You and me, we call for that. There were a bunch of three, a uh, set of three. I am not exaggerating. I wish I would have taken a picture. If you've ever seen a satin ribbon, which is, which is literally this thick, I am not making this up. True story. Uh, this, that's, the, that's the kind of package that Amazon sent from that vendor. Now, you guys will judge me. He's like, hey, what kind of vendor do you shop from? I don't know. That showed up on my list. And, and it, I just picked it up. But has that ever happened to you? Right? Where, where you start off with something and, and when it comes to the reality, you're so disappointed. Okay, TV series or movies. Anybody dis disappointed with the kind of plot that is there? I mean, when, when the teaser came out, trailer came out, you guys were so excited. I want to go, I want to block my tickets. I mean, right now you'll have to wait at home and stream. Uh, but when the, when the theaters were on once upon a time, you know, full house and things like that. You remember back in the 80s when the theaters were full house. And then you go back, you watch the movie, you're so, you so patiently wait for the, for the actual plot to come up. And then it's like, really, this is what I paid to watch? If you kind of associate with this feeling, let me tell you, the people of Israel had the same feeling when it came to Jesus and the birth of Jesus. You know why I say that? Because for these many years, there was this expectation for so many hundreds and thousands of years, the people of Israel were waiting for this king, for, for this promised king. They were waiting for this Messiah, the savior of all humanity. And, and, and here's the thing, right? When you hear these words, called uh, king and, and messiah and he's going to be the one who's going to redeem all of Israel and the nations of the earth, you kind of get this glorified image, right? Like just when you're surfing through Amazon, you kind of get this glorified image when you're, when you're shopping until the reality hits you. And when, when that reality came for the people of Israel, they were like, they were so shocked because they were looking at these palaces and these high places for the Messiah to be born. But here, Jesus surprises all of us and all the people in that, in, during that time where he was born in this lowly manger. Now, I'm sure this is not the first time you guys are, uh, you know, I'm not just putting some facts to you, but I'm kind of helping us set this up. And it really leaves me surprised that the king, the creator of all the earth, the one who's going to save and redeem mankind, chose this lowly, this humble way to come into earth. It, it, it really baffles me that if he, if he wanted, he could have come in the most glorious way. Right? I mean, come on. How, how many of you have thought about you know, the, those moments where you really want to break an announcement to a bunch of people. You have planned it out well. You want to do it in the most glorious possible way. Have you ever done that? Bunch of liars, I tell you. <laughs> you've, never been, you've never surprised people. You've never kind of cooked up this story where you wanted to kind of you know, build this climax and then if they didn't react, you made sure that you told it again so that they would react to it. I mean, come on, man. Let, let's, can we talk? Right? Can we talk? I don't want to do this alone, all right? And it's crazy that it kind of, when you see the Christmas celebrations that are going on, right? Every year, there's this build-up. You want to make it more grand. You want to make it more auspicious. You want to make it so special. But yet, when you go back to the first Christmas day, it was so different. 
right? Can you, can you say that with me? It was so different. It was so different because here we see the king, the savior, the promised Messiah decides to come in the most humble manner. Now, the thing is, I'm not against Christmas celebrations. I love it. But you and me, we both can agree that year after year, the celebrations of Christmas have been vastly different from the first Christmas day. Are you guys with me on that? Right? I mean, if you want to agree and disagree, that's fine. But we can't miss the, the facts that are out there. This is the first Christmas day that we are seeing. Right? It's not, it's not, it's not a whole bunch of party. It's not a whole bunch of... Uh, you know, well-dressed clothing. It's a manger. Probably one of the most stinkiest place around in that, in that area. It's a manger. Joseph and Mary have no place to lay him, to, to give birth to this, uh, to this baby who is a Messiah. And, and I think when, when I read this, when I see this, I believe God through this particular imagery that he's created the birth of Jesus in this manner displays not just humility and affection but it helps you understand that how Jesus was able to make himself human to be human is to associate and and have this ability and this capacity to associate with the people who are not just up there in the high places but to, but to kind of reach out to the most lowly people, to reach out to the most mundane, the, 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 the normal kind of people. That's, the, that's all the kind of people that Jesus had in mind. You know, throughout his time on earth, Jesus demonstrated this constant awareness and closeness to humanity. He experienced the struggle and the chaos when it came to the fallen world that he was a part of. And his words were yet comfort. His actions were compassion. He understood the issues of those days. And yet, in all of that, he demonstrated empathy and love and affection towards every possible conversation that he had. That's the king that we are talking about. That's the Jesus that we are talking about. And yet, in all of this, he remained so obedient and he lived a life of holiness. And this is what I want you to help us see. What I want to help us see, Zealous, I want to talk to you on this journey from the manger to the cross. From the manger to the cross. And, and I, want to, I want to kind of start off by showing you this, this image, you know, because most of the times are, it's, it's very difficult. For you and me to celebrate Christmas the real way. Can I, can I be honest a bit here? Right? Uh, it's, it's so different because we, we either kind of, you know, make it so spiritual and so religious that you don't want to, you know, celebrate. You don't want to sing. You don't want to do anything. Oh, no, because it's about the birth and the death of the Messiah and the resurrection. Yes, it is. And, and sometimes we glorify the death of Jesus so much and that we forget that the birth was, was a celebration as well. And sometimes we, we, we have this extreme that we go that we just focus on the birth and the birth of the Messiah and, and the kings and the sheep and the, and the magis and the camels and this and that, that we forget why he even came to earth. So I want to challenge you tonight that as much as you're delighted that you're walking into another Christmas day, I believe God wants to disturb you a bit tonight as well. Are you okay to be disturbed a bit? Because the Christmas story that started in the manger in Bethlehem carried on to the cross of Calvary. 
it didn't it didn't start and stop some some uh, like uh, totally random places everything you know that because the christ in the manger is the christ of the cross is the same person is the same person and and he came in this humility to this little town called bethlehem he came in humility to serve he he came in humility to give his life a ransom for many see because both the manger and the cross symbolize these two grand attributes of god mercy can you say that with me mercy and justice mercy and justice See with with mercy for humanity Christ entered the world adopting this human form. It says that he took on flesh. He adopted the human form and and with justice he died on the cross to pay for our sins. Now now you might ask okay how can a god demand justice and and at the same time extend mercy? And I don't want to make this kind of a long debate or, or 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 this long conversation but let me help you if ever if you have wondered this how can a god demand mercy and and demand justice and and extend mercy it lies this this tension there's there's this classical tension about it because the holy god demands justice the bible talks about a god that we serve is a holy god he demands justice and while at the same time the merciful god he must express his infinite love towards you and me and this perfectly holy god who who him alone he qualified on that role when it comes to extending that mercy and extending that justice towards us that he chose he thought it's better it's best rather for jesus to pacify towards that justice that was required and this act of this this act of justice eventually became an act of mercy for all of us and you might say okay what what caused all of this see the, these expressions of justice and mercy are rooted on the foundations of an unconditional love that god has for you and for me the foundations of justice and the foundations of mercy are rooted on this unconditional love for all of us for all humanity whether you have grown up in a christian home whether you have grown up just by yourself whether you have grown up not knowing anything about god i want to tell you that the unconditional love is there for each one of you tonight but it was expressed in a particular manner few years ago and so the christmas story that began in the manger you know ended up with this most epic moment at the cross of calvary I want I want to just close off by by helping you and me see a few verses that the apostle Paul from the scriptures who writes this in Colossians chapter 1 he says For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in in Christ and through him God reconciled everything to himself he made peace with everything in heaven and earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now, can you say that yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. And as a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy. and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault 
you know Christ he occupied this manger Christ occupied this 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 cross of Calvary and Christ also occupied this tomb that that you and me would talk about when it's good friday and easter sunday but tonight is christmas i know that but he did he occupied the the manger he occupied the cross he occupied the tomb all of this just to occupy your heart he did all of this zealous to occupy the heart of every single person on earth and the misery this christmas would be that you know when it comes to your planning of tomorrow that you would have done so well you would have like to the detail you would have planned your christmas day with your friends with your family you walk into this day not knowing the power and the purpose of this brilliant day and as much as as much as i i love celebrating christmas as much as i love singing the carols as much as i love doing all the festive things that we get to do for this short lived one week of christmas i can't stop reflecting on the finished work of jesus on the cross for you and for me that's the power and the purpose of christmas because god disrupted the power of sin through the birth death and resurrection of jesus i know it's not easter but i cannot can we talk about resurrection because you and me worship a god who's not dead who's not there in the tomb anymore but he is alive he is alive can somebody say that with me he is alive he is alive and i don't know if that's that god who's alive in the heavens and who's alive and working on the earth is that same god alive in your heart tonight is a question see the sign at the birth of christ for the shepherds that day was that manger the angel told them you will have a sign you see a baby lying in the manger that was a sign but can i tell you the sign today for you and me as people of god is that empty cross is that empty tomb that gives you and me assurance that because of the death of Jesus because of the resurrection of Christ you and me have a shot at life you and me are not living this life defeated you and me are not living this life confused not knowing where to go how to how to close out on this year how to start off on 2021 let me tell you because of Jesus there are there have been a whole bunch of things that have been given to you and me and the cross of Christ is essential as you and me look at the christmas story Today that same Jesus he's not a baby anymore but he's seated in heavens he's ruling the bible says he's seated on the right hand of the father ruling and reigning that's the Jesus we we sing about that's the Jesus we get to reflect on that's the Jesus we get to worship even if you're online no matter which city no matter which room you're joining from that's the same Jesus we get to worship and sing about I wonder if you can allow yourself to be marveled at this Jesus who took on this lowly form for you to occupy your heart 
to occupy your heart see because like i said you can cook up this amazing christmas story you can make it sound so warm so cozy because that's the delight side of it right we we delight in hearing and seeing all of that but let me close off by talking about the question i asked you sometime back but which is the most disturbing part the cross of christ disturbs you the cross of christ kind of kind of really messes up with your understanding kind of messes up with your intellect because how can god die for me for you for all of us the answer to that is something that we all need to start this journey which is called through faith we will know that it was because of love for god so loved the world he loved you he loved he still loves you that he chose for jesus to die on that cross so that the christmas story would not just tip on to one side of it every time but the cross brings that balance when it comes to the birth of jesus when it comes to the celebrations that you and me celebrate this christmas season and tonight let the christ in christmas delight not just delight your hearts but also disturb you and maybe ask you this maybe help you or push you to ask you this question that have you allowed the christ in christmas to offer you that salvation to offer you that that living hope to offer you that peace to offer you that joy to offer you the forgiveness of your sins and to offer you an eternal hope and an eternal future for you cuz let me tell you man one of the reasons we we love doing this is because at some point we found that eternal future in the person of Jesus Christ not not in the baby who was there in the manger not not in the not not in the statue of someone who was out there but was not able to talk back to me but we found it in the empty cross that the bible speaks about that helps me know that Jesus is alive and well caring for my troubles for my worries for the things that bother me but also faithful enough to make a way where there seems to be no way that is the power and the purpose of christmas for each of us tonight and i like i said i i want to ask you these few words do they mean something to you tonight the eternity of your future the security of your soul the true and lasting peace that is found in the person of Jesus and the overflowing joy that comes because of his presence in your lives and if i have to top it up the forgiveness of sins that he offers that nobody not even your good works oh yeah that's right not even your good works not even your great works not even your faithful financial works can do that but in the person of Jesus all of this is found so i don't know what you need tonight i don't know what are the things that you need to revisit tonight whether it's the security of your soul whether it's the security of your eternal future or just allow Jesus to step into your heart and do what he does best but i know there are people in this room that need something tonight
and even as we enter this christmas day i hope it not just delights you but also disturbs you to kind of push you and think about the very things that jesus is going to offer to each one of us we're so glad you've been listening in if you'd like to know more about us follow us on insta at zelis pune or visit us online at zelis.community